I'm going to ask our couples that are participating if they'll come on up. Don, did you bring Wanda? Okay, y'all come on. Y'all come and y'all can find a seat and your microphones ought to be turned on. Um, it was actually the, the Wonkins who a couple months ago had a uh, 50th wedding anniversary um, and they were doing a renewing of the vows. And I thought, hey, as a part of the renewing of the vows, I want y'all to share what you've learned in 50 years. And so they did that at their renewing of the vows and it kind of it clicked with me and I thought, wait a second. I ought to do this on Father's Day. And so uh, this morning, um, we wanted to have a panel discussion. As we said, uh, this is on the secrets of a successful marriage from the experts. So, um, um, but we're excited about this. And Wanda, this is your time. This is your time. I need you at least to come up here and sit beside Don and keep him in line, if nothing else. And each couple has a microphone, and so I told them they have to share. You know, this is a 50-50 thing. And so uh, we may start on this end, and I want you to introduce yourself Tell us how long you've been married. So we're going to start there. So introduce yourself and tell us how long, how many years you've been married. I'm Ted Ivey. This is my wife, Barbara Ivey. We were married 62 years, March the 31st of this year. All right, awesome. All right. I know we're fairly young or ever many. They're the they're the newbies. <laughs> uh, Don Wonkin and Wanda Wonkin. We've been married fifty years. All right, awesome. My name's Gary Felpouch. This is my wife Sonny. We've been married fifty seven and a half years. <laughs> I knew this was gonna happen. <laughs> You got to get your story straight. Hey, and this is this is going to kind of be a free for all from here on out. And I've got the questions, and I gave you the questions. Uh, and as you feel comfortable and want to answer, then y'all do that. I want to kind of maybe hear some stories, at least for a little while, how you met, and if you were a Christian at the time, how you saw God's hand in that. Anybody would like to share about that? How you met, and I mean. Now, some of y'all's stories may be a little shady, and if they're not good stories, we don't want, we don't want the kids hearing them. But anyhow, um, somebody, if you just share how you met, and if you were a Christian, how God's hand was in that. Uh, we met as children. Uh, our friends were mutual friends. We hung out together. We roast uh, birthday parties and joined what we call the youth center, uh, and we just met, become friends as, as, I say, children. We weren't, you know, young. I was a teenager. You know what teenagers are. Yes, we know that. Anyway, we got to be best friends, and we were friends long before we started dating, and it just grew. All right, that's a great story. Somebody else, 
how you met, and if you're a Christian, how God's hand was in that. Well, I was driving down the road called Kimberly Rock, minding my own business. Yes. I, we're not sure that your microphone's on. Better? Okay. Are you sure? Okay. And, and if y'all will hold up your microphones to your mouth, but go ahead. Okay. You were cruising Timberland, cruising going with Timberland your story. Yes. With a friend, minding my own business. This friend happened to know Bill, and she said, Pull in there. I want to talk to that guy. There, be careful who you pull into a drive through <laughs> with. Uh, but uh, we were Christians as children, yes. But when I say that, I say we ask had God ask God into our life as our Savior, but not into our life to manage our life. Big, huge difference. I want to say first, Daryl, that uh, we're not here because of us. Let me tell you, we oh no, uh, it's by the grace and the glory and the mercy of God that we're sitting here. First of all, this old, and second of all, married this long. You know? <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> But it's, it's not us. Don and Wanda, do y'all, one of y'all want to respond to that question? Wanda and I were uh, introduced by her sister. And uh, <clears throat> we started dating. And I, I look back over my life. I, I was saved at 14 years old. But a Christian life I did not live. And... I can look back over my life and know that God sent me Wanda and everything in my life, God led me. And uh, Wanda and I lived in the Lufkin area where I was born and raised for some time. But the thing that really helped our marriage more than anything is when God said to leave and cleave, that's what we did. We left the Lufkin area and all our friends and our family, and we moved to the Dallas area, and we had no one but our family. And we got closer and closer. Mm -hmm. We got in a good church, and God really led us all of these years. By the grace of God, we've had a wonderful time. Amen. Barbara, would you like to respond to that question? I, before Barbara speaks, you can see if you would like to text me some questions, if they're, uh, anyhow, if they're, if they're something that's church appropriate, I can, uh, I can, I'll try to insert those as we keep going. So, Barbara, tell us how you and Ted met and uh, if God's hand was in that. God's hand was in it. We had a blind date and uh, we saw each other uh, or called each other every day after that until we got married. So, uh, and after 62 years, I truly believe God's hand was in that blind date. Amen, amen. And we uh, both were Christians and uh, uh, started to go to church not too long after we were married and uh, God has truly blessed us. Amen. I want some of y'all to share, um, I think we identify with people maybe who have made mistakes and I know we're joking about y'all being experts. Can you think about early in your marriage particularly some things that you just made mistakes on or didn't do right and that you've learned from, hopefully, okay? Somebody share. Maybe 
mistakes I've, made. Okay, I, I've got a temper, <laughs> but so does he. So does he. <laughs> That's a good combination then, isn't it? Well, we yeah. usually come at things from opposite ends, but it, I had to learn, don't say something in the heat of anger that you can't be forgiven for, so it got to be think, just stop, think, and pray before you say something that you can't be forgiven for and it won't be forgotten. Hmm. Can I get a witness for the Lord today? <laughs> amen, amen. Yes, yeah, somebody else. Maybe something as an early married that you didn't do just right. I learned a very good lesson early in our marriage. Uh, I was raised by a mother and an aunt and all my all the women in our family could really cook real well. And uh, <coughs> Wanda had lived in Louisiana for many years, and so the first meal in our home, she cooked, and it was hamburger steak or whatever, and she put so much filling and stuff in it the way they cook it in Louisiana. And the first thing I said, what is this? <laughs> Wrong thing to do. So I learned a valuable lesson early in our marriage after she bawled and cried. Oh, my. Anyway, I learned a valuable lesson. Somebody else want to respond to that question? Maybe something you've... I uh, will because I don't... <clears throat> you have to remember that when Billy and I married, nobody thought that was going to work because, but except us because um, I had a year of nursing school to do in Houston, which I did. Then I got out of nursing school after a year, and Billy promptly got called up into the Army for another year. So we actually were married two years before we <laughs> lived together, oh, longer than a weekend, I guess. And so we grew up in that. God grew us up in that time. That was in his plan all this time, you know. But, uh, right? right? Amen. Ted or Barbara, y'all have anything to share? Maybe mistakes you made early on? Well, I grew up in a family with seven boys and one girl. And when the food was put on the table, if you didn't like it, you did without. If you liked it or not, you ate it and went about your business. You filled yourself. So when I married, when the food was put on the table, I had no problem. I wasn't critical. I ate it. And I enjoyed it. But, uh, I think that's a, one of the strengths of our life was as we grew in our walk with the Lord and serving the Lord, it made it much easier for when there was a, when there was a difference in opinion in our family. You may, some people call that arguing or whatever, but, but we had a difference of opinion. Well, uh, we found out real quick if we knelt in our bedroom and prayed about it, uh, even if we were on the opposite side of bed from one another, <laughs> We prayed, and a lot of times we were holding the hands with one another, so after a while we thought it was just easier to kneel on the same side of the bed with each other <laughs> and pray about it. And so it worked a whole lot of things out for us. Uh, we do have a question from the audience, and um, there's a bunch of questions. Some of them I can't actually repeat, and I knew that was going to happen. But anyhow, you people know who you are, and I'll talk to you after the service. Um, <laughs> What about secrets to settling disagreements? And I think some of you have already kind of alluded to some things. Wanda, go ahead with that. Communication. Okay. I would not, when we married, I was raised in a real strict home, and you were to be seen and not heard. Okay. So you kept 
everything to yourself. So when we married, if we had an argument or a disagreement, whatever you want to call it, fight, I would clam up and not say anything. And may go two or three days, I wouldn't talk to him. And he'd say, Wanda, we cannot settle this. If I don't know what you're mad about, or we don't talk about it. So I had to learn to communicate. All right. Does somebody else have something, I mean, just that you, comes to your mind? I know it's not one of your set questions, but... Um, the communication is that we keep between each other and through our prayer life, you know, and, and uh, asking God to help us settle anything in our lives. And uh, I remember tears from Barbara's parents when we married, and there was <laughs> tears from my parents, and it, it wasn't because we was leaving, it was because they were tears of joy. They were glad to see us <laughs> move along with one another. So we never threatened each other with going back home. We just didn't do that. <laughs> so why don't, Gary, Gary, go ahead. One thing that I learned, and I learned it in a hurry, I ain't always right. <laughs> wow. Some of you boys need to write that one down. Yeah. Apparently John Wilson, but go ahead. Yeah. It, it, it takes a little while for you to understand. You've got somebody else that you're supposed to be in love with, taken care of, and having respect for respect their ideas as much as your own all right hey let's let's talk about your faith and the role that your faith has played in y'all have already talked about prayer and one of our questions is about how did how did your relationship change when you started praying together but there may be other components of how is faith factored in or how would you say faith factors into a successful marriage anybody that would like to answer that I will Go ahead, Ann. Um, you know, you, I want to get back to what they said first about communication. You know, ladies, we don't know what they're thinking. They don't know what we're thinking. They, we're not ever going to figure that out. So we, you do have to talk, okay? And not just talk, but listen to what that person's saying. But uh, about faith, Bill and I, I'm confessing that the first three or four years of our marriage, we, we couldn't have cared less about what Jesus thought. We, we were on... That just what we, as I said, we were Christians, but we were not walking and talking as Christians, okay? Uh, so, you know, as a team, you have this team when you marry. But if when you ask God to come in and be that third person, that makes all the difference in the world. And it did in our marriage that we quickly figured out that it wasn't going downhill, but we were miserable okay. in our own walk with him. So faith has played a... You know, we, nobody has the perfect life. We haven't. We've had joys. We've had sorrows. But never, ever has God walked away from us or let us down or not been there. And that's, that's the third party to the... We can rest in that. Yeah, that's awesome. Somebody else, how your faith has factored in to your marriage? One thing I come to realize, we were born 700 miles apart. So I know that God brought her to me because otherwise, I mean, you know, Alabama ain't not my place of living. <laughs> so I realized that God brought us together. <clears throat> otherwise, things just wouldn't have worked out. Okay. Anybody else have anything, how your faith is factored in? We, uh, we had a pastor that served at First Baptist Church, Pasadena, for 33 and a third years, L.D. Morgan. His son, John Morgan, has been pastor of Sagemont Church in Houston by over 50 years now since it started. But one of Dr. Morgan's sermons 
he married Barbara and I in, 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 uh, in 1956. Uh, but one of his sermons that I paid a lot of attention to, and I've thought a lot about it in my life, and I think about it still today, is one topic was we profit by our mistakes if we allow ourselves to. That was a key to me. We can make mistakes and walk right on by it and just let it go. But if we think about those mistakes and work hard not to make that same mistake again, that's when we profit from, from the mistake we made in, initially. So I, I, I just thought that was yeah. real important in our lives. That's a good point. A um, couple of questions that are coming in, uh, and this could be a hard one, quite honestly. Was there a time in your marriage where you thought it was over? And what did, no. <laughs> well, let me finish my question. Or, or there may have been, it may be, what was the greatest struggle that you went through and that those may be related. Was there a time that you thought it was over and what got you through? Or what was the greatest uh, difficulty, struggle, uh, Sonny, you have to share? hard to share something like that. Well, and yeah, just share what you feel comfortable okay, sharing. I mean, it's hard to pinpoint any one particular time, but as you... I'm so many of people, us. So many and for all you young people thinking about it, that's going to happen, and it's going to happen again, and again, and again. But like he okay. told you, we both believe with all our hearts, God brought us together. And we had to work at it. And it takes work. It takes total commitment. It's, sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's fun, and sometimes it is the hardest thing. <laughs> Learn to say, I'm sorry, and don't say, well, I'm sorry, but, because when you say but, that means I'm not. <laughs> so just learn. Learn to say, I'm sorry. Learn to mean it. And it's not easy, but do it. Okay. Was there a time you thought it was over? What got you through? Or maybe you want to share, you know, what was the most difficult? You're going to have to hold the microphone commitment to each other we okay. were determined that we were going to make it work faith that God would get us through if we would give him a chance a lot of hard work and a lot of love yeah. alright somebody else want to share something uh, I can't answer for one on that but there never was a time when I thought our marriage wasn't going to last there wasn't? was not Okay. I never had any plans for it to end. When we married, we were both from pretty rough backgrounds, uh, family-wise. And when we got together, we knew what a family should be, and that's what we wanted. And that's what we strive for. The thing, you, back to the faith thing, it, it, it gets better as age goes on. Marriage does. Uh, would you all young, agree with, would you all all agree with of, that? All agree? Okay. Yeah. That's a little bit of encouragement marriage, today. Marriage is better as time goes on. One uh, and I sit on the porch every morning and read our Bibles together. And, and that, that's the best time of the day. And I pray all you young people have the same experience in life that Juan and I have. Amen. Brother Billy, you told me this morning at the door you had a story you wanted to tell. I want you to tell your story because I don't want time to get away from us and not have time for that story. Uh, one thing I wanted to say was uh, 
the culture in 1952 was quite different than it is now. Okay. Uh, I was looking at the baptisms this morning, and uh, in 1952, I was 12 years old, and uh, Doulas Baird, I don't know whether anybody's ever heard with him. He was associated with uh, East Texas Baptist College. It was, it was a college in 1952, the university now. But uh, he was having a, a an, he was the evangelist for the two weeks that uh, the revival went on. You know, back then, it wasn't a revival if it wasn't at least two weeks old alone <laughs> and uh, the morning service and the evening service. You, you got your belly full when you, when you went. Uh, I don't mean it that way, you know, but that's, it, it was uh, lengthy services. And uh, baptized in the McEwen Gin uh, Pond, which is up here behind uh, Brookshire's now. And uh, it's just a different, a different world right. today. But uh, like Ann said, uh, we went through uh, life, uh, I got to say, mediocrely, you know, and then uh, married, and uh, coming from, uh, well, we were married three years trying to have a, ch a child, and that didn't happen, and as most body people in the church here know, we uh, adopted uh, Leanne and Pat, and since then, we, we lost Pat in 2011. But uh, one of the trips, we uh, got killed, the car stopped, and uh, rededicated wow. our lives. Uh, we figured that if we were uh, walking in God's path and at his direction, then Maybe he'd take care of everything else. And sure go. enough, <laughs> we uh, called and uh, got Leanne, and it was 14, 15 months that uh, Bill Baker called and said, I've got a, a little boy, and we were right for it. And that completed our, our family, Amen. and we've been, uh, we've been friends with God for a good while since then. <laughs> amen, amen. Barbara, were you going to share something? I'd like to. Uh, you, in life, you go through a lot of uh, problems and disappointments, and Ted and I had uh, taken care of a good many family members that didn't have anyone to take care of them, and then we've had uh, uh, just a lot of things that... Uh, well, a lot of problems in life that you know, but one thing I can assure you is that you have no problems that God can't help you through. There's nothing, nothing that God can't help you through if you just turn your life over to him because Ted and I, had we uh, faulted one another, had we not uh, stayed together and prayed together and fought together, we would not be together now, but it's all because of God. And yeah. I just hope that all of you young people will know 
that it's God that brings you through it, everything you go through. Amen, and what a blessing. I know Brother Ted turned 90 yesterday, and he's got a whole crew here this morning. And um, Barbara's 69, but you do the math. Anyhow, not saying it's right, but that's just the way it is. Hey, some of the... Brother Ted? You told me to... You told me until you did this, I could Yeah, talk. I told Brother Ted if he went long, I was he going to tap my head this. like this. I mean, But I would, I would like to share, and some of you older ones probably remember, if you lived in the country or you lived where you had a fireplace, somebody got up during the night and put another log on the fire to keep some heat in the house. We didn't have central heat and all that stuff. So I remember some of that here in Huntington and the outlying areas of Huntington, some of you are familiar with. But that blind date, remember, it was a blind date. And I was apprehensive of blind dates. I was 25 <laughs> years old, and I had been on a few blind dates. You get me? <laughs> but her cousin was engaged to my friend that I work with at Shell Oil Company. And he said one day, Lodi has a cousin that she wants you to meet. I said, okay. That's about what it was. But when I met her, when I saw her the first time, it lit a fire. Mm-hmm. It lit a fire. <laughs> and we kept that fire burning for over 63 years. That's the point of the middle of the night. You put the log on, right? Just <laughs> on the fire. Continue to keep your fire burning. Keep but that fire burning. I, there's a song that goes... But we can't. That's a country and western song, brother Ted. Yeah, we can't sing that one. Go, I'm not going to sing anything that Merle Haggard sing. sing is but a uh, song not. that goes. When I first saw her, when my first eyes laid on her in her parents' home. You heard that song? Oh, have you seen the most beautiful girl in the world? And tell her that I love. He's her. good. That's what I thought. All right, Brother Ted. Hey, I bet we have time for one more question. And some of the questions that are coming in related to children, and we haven't really talked about that, but one of the questions I gave you, what about how do you balance raising your kids, work, hobbies, church, all of these things, but specifically pointers on just keeping your marriage alive in the midst of all of that stress and particularly raising kids? Does anybody have something they'd like to share. Wanda, speak to us. When Don and I married, he did not want me working. And so I stayed home for a few years and then we opened a small business and it didn't work. Because we had five children and trying to keep babysitters and you know your time with home and everything. So I stayed home and we sacrificed. Okay, wow. Some of you ladies are nudging your husband and go, see, I want to quit my job today. No. Somebody else, how do you balance and secrets on children and raising children? And um, Somebody have something? Brother Ted, go ahead. We both worked. Barbara and I did. She was working when I met her. I was working. I worked 36 years at Shell Oil Company. 30 years of it was shift work. And so that worked out quite well for us. Barbara's always worked in an office, doctor's office. Uh, she worked in the church office. She worked for, uh, in an oil company office. But as our children, children grew, as they were coming along, well, my shift work allowed me to stay with them a lot of times. I worked evenings or, or nights. So that, that helped us balance out there. And then we hired neighbors if it was an overlap. 
course, Melinda was always kind of instructive, so she was a big help in, <coughs> in all that. Mm, but, bossy. Uh, anyway, uh, that, that helped us, and so far we've, uh, we had four children, lost a baby at birth, uh, lost our oldest child three years ago, but mm -hmm. we now have uh, 11 grandchildren and 14 great-grandchildren and one great-great-grandchild on the way. All right. <laughs> Excuse one thing I want you people to realize. If you got more than one child, you better know they are different. <laughs> you can't say, well, your brother does this or your sister does this because that ain't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> so they're all different. Hey, maybe one more, uh, or, and y'all may get, we'll get a rebuttal. Uh, anything about the stress of money? Because I, I, your question I asked was, how do you handle the stress of money as a couple, or were you independently wealthy? So if you're independently wealthy, you don't need to answer this one. Uh, anything how you handled the stress of money? Any? We didn't have any. Didn't have any? There is no stress. See? One, See? Thing, uh, one thing, though, is to, uh, we just naturally went into, um, we had a limit in our mind that, we put all of our money, to, all of our money, that sounds good, uh, our money together, but uh, we didn't spend what we thought was an exorbitant amount without checking with the other Okay. Ever. We still don't do that. Okay. But, no, we didn't have any money to worry about. Some, One, and I've always done our finances together. Okay. Uh, we, uh, she was a bookkeeper, but <laughs> she said something about working. Uh, she was a homemade. If you raise five kids, no, that's that's a full-time job and a half. She yeah. worked. That's right. And matter of fact, my job was a whole lot easier than hers. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we we did all our finances together, and uh, we didn't do anything. But uh, you talking about stress? Wait till you get on Social Security. <laughs> 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 Uh, there's stress there, I can tell you, but right. uh, we, we've downsized and everything is great, uh, but we, we never did anything separate. Uh, we've, we've taken turns in our life writing the checks for the bills and we've done all that, but we've always done it together. All right. One thing we didn't mention is that I think for all of us as a given, we tithe. You tied. As difficult right. as it was, and there were many God's times, first. many times we had to write, God, I owe you how much ever money <laughs> until next payday, you know, and, all. and he was very loving about that. Amen. We died. Barbara, last word. Uh, uh, Brother Darrell, when Ted and I first married, you know, and I had got ill and had to stop work, and so money was tight, but the one thing we did is paid our bills first and lived on what little... If there was anything left, that's what we ate on and lived on. Right. But we paid awesome. our bills first. All right. Y'all, we could do this all afternoon. Um, why don't we give them a round of applause? Um, yes, let's stand. Let's. as you remain standing. We're going to have to do this again, aren't we?
So, uh, so uh, that, w- that was awesome. So much more we could talk about. Um, so much good stuff. And you know, really our faith is, I think our theme for this Father's Day has all been about that our faith starts at home. And it's a relationship with the Lord, and then He empowers us to be who we need to be in our relationships with others. And so, um, why don't we uh, have a time of invitation? I'm going to be at the front as you have decisions to make. You're invited to come. This may be an opportunity. You want to take your spouse. You want to come to the altar and pray. You're sure uh, encouraged to do that. But as God leads you, you respond. Thank you. Christ alone, my hope is found. He is my life, my strength, my song. This cornerstone, this solid ground. Firm through the faces crowd and stone. What heights of love, what depths of peace. And fears are still with shining seas. I don't my all in all. Here in the love of Alone, who took on flesh, fullness of God in endless fame, this gift of love and righteousness, scorned by the ones he came to save, till all that cross had Jesus died, the wrath of God was sad.